Buffy and Frodo were in the Hogwarts library late into the night, prepping for the final trek into Mordor. Liz, I have to stop you. Why? Because this already sounds like the greatest story of all time. World Stealers! Hey guys, hey friends, how's it going? Welcome to World Stealers. This is the show. This is the show. Give me that fart soundtrack, Liz. Yeah, that's right, because we fart and steal stories. That's pretty much what happens here. Yeah, it's a lot of fan fiction farts. Yeah. Liz. Kate. Liz. Kate. This war that we're in, somehow have gotten involved in, I don't even remember what we were fighting for. It's like during, was it the War of the Roses? Like, you know, like back in the day, like in like oh, the and it went on for like a hundred years. Like France and Britain. And it was like, now it's France. Now it's Britain. Now it's halfway France and Britain. Then it's Britain again. Now it's France. <laughs> I yes. feel like that's what happening. It's, I don't know who are, and who are we fighting? <laughs> who are we fighting? And also like, I, you know, when that happened, it wasn't, it got to the point where it was like, maybe originally they were fighting about trade or religion. And then it just got to a point where it was, I'm just fighting with you because you're from yeah. France. Right. Yeah. Which like, you know what? Respect. If you see a Frenchman in the street, fight him. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. And if I've learned anything from Beauty and the Beast, don't fight any French furniture. No. Mm-hmm. Frenchmen, yes, take French- them down. Listen, French did you see the way no. French men held up against French furniture? Not well. No, it was not good. You just have to have the strength of a bureau and you can take down any French man. Honestly, even the feather duster was more formidable than Gaston. I, yeah, exactly. So moral of the story is we don't know, Tiny Army, what you're fighting against but, but we know you're fighting and we know you're fighting for us yes so and we appreciate it yeah and so thank you for that and um this week because you come back to us every time we have an episode you do and we yeah have, you know who we're fighting oh my god did it just come to you it did okay copyright attorneys <laughs> <laughs> right i completely forgot it's an army of like men with briefcases that do intellectual property law yeah. Oh man. That do you think they're more or less formidable than Frenchmen? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. I think neither is good at like actual hand to hand combat, but right. like right. Ooh. I, Ooh. I mean lawyers will talk you to death. That's why what I was thinking. Like if they could do I've been playing a lot of D D lately, or at least reading about it. If they could do like if they could roll for like debate check. Right. You know? Tiny army. <laughs> We apologized once for not giving you shields. And I want to take that apology back. Yeah. We should have given you earplugs. We should have. Yeah. Because that really would have, against the copyright infringement, just banter. Yeah. You could have won. You could have done it. But you know what? We're going to keep on going. We persist. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless. We persisted. In taking ideas that were not ours. We're not ours. Um, and so we're going to take a new one this week, Tiny Army, of only the two franchises that we have left. Oh, my God. Um, we're down to two. We're down to just the two. They're not our two favorite. No. But the two options that we have for fanfic genre. Wow. Those are, those those are, are good. real magic. Listen. Yes. The two 
fandoms we have left mm-hmm. are Pokemon. Yeah. Weird mm-hmm. pick. Why did we pick that? I I don't know. It was from season one. It was a carryover that we just kept. You know, we put it in the pot and now we're committed. We're riding this train. People love Pokemon, Liz. That's true. They love it. They play it everywhere. They buy multiple phones so they can play Pokemon. Yeah. Well, okay. So the well, other okay, one. Let's, yeah. What's the other one? Sabrina. Okay. The Teenage Witch. I think it's fair to say we could either do the original series or, or the, new one? the reboot. Yeah. The I'm Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I haven't seen all of it. I started watching it. It seems very good. I, I read the first episode. I read the comic books, so which are very oh. different than the TV show. There's a lot of iterations we could go for here. I feel like we'll have a lot to talk about in terms of the portrayal of witchcraft in the new series. Oh, I know. And I, you know, a lot of feelings like that we have. So, yeah, I only watched the first episode, so I, I might be way off base, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of Satanism, right? It's very Christian based. Witchcraft. So, anyway, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, we can't. Kate, too can much. you go over what our genres are that are left? Our genres that we have left are just the two. Number one, we've already kind of touched on smut, mm-hmm. otherwise known as erotica. And can I just uh, side note to Generalissimo Tim and Generalissimo Sue? Maybe episodes you want to skip. Yeah, maybe honestly, you don't want to hear your daughter honestly, write erotica about either teenagers or anime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use those ears plugs that we have suggested you getting for this war to not listen to, to, not to the listen erotica to episode. The rest of Tiny Army that doesn't have to be your parents. Mm. <laughs> Get ready. You're going to love it. It's going to be It's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other category is... I mean, that this one, I think, in the same way that the musical episode of Buffy is possibly one of the best episodes, that the next category might become our best episode. I'm so excited. Song fic. Song fic. Because I don't know if you remember episode one. Oh, way back. But I've already so written ago. a song for yeah. one of our fanfics, and I'm so excited. You killed it. To do more. Mm-hmm. And then to sing them to you, baby Arnie, like, like a tiny lullaby. Oh. As you lay dying on the battlefield. Yeah, like, you know, armies have to have bands, drummer boys. Yeah, fife players. Fife. Maybe a, a bagpipe. Yeah, and so we're going to bring that victory um, song to you. Because I'm anticipating a victory against Disney copyright lawyers. So mm, here's Am I maybe hoping for too much? <laughs> not to bring it back to Shakespeare. Okay. But I think what's going to happen mm-hmm. is it's going to be like at the end of Henry V. Mm-hmm. when he's up against a French army that's much like like exponentially larger and better equipped uh-huh. and better trained. Uh-huh. But those scrappy Brits, they pull it out in large part because it was really muddy and, you know, territory stuff, like they had better ground, whatever. But at the end, if you guys, if you watch the movie version, at the end, like a lot of people have died and mm-hmm. there's just like a beautiful song that plays, like a beautiful like hymn to all of the fallen soldiers. And that will be our song fic. That will be our song fic. We'll win, but a lot of you will die. <laughs> You're just going to be taken out left and right by copyright lawyers. Boom. They're boom, just going to slice you with paper cuts. They've got staplers galore. Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, lawsuits. You're you're unfortunately going to suffer from the pains of like um, the weight of paying for legal fees. Yeah, to add insult to injury, they're going to bill you for every hour every they spend fighting you. Every single hour. And who knows who's going to be on the bench to decide the end of this war. It's hard to say. Mm, truly. Probably us. Yeah. <laughs> We decide. I think we decide who wins the war. <laughs> All right. Well, 
But you know what? We're not going to pull any punches, Tiny Army. If you no. lose, you've lost. No, if you lose, you've lost. All right. Well, let's figure out. Let's do this. Who's what? picking what this week? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Let's just go. Let's just do what we feel. Yeah. What do you, you know feel? Reset. I would like to pick the genre. Yes. If that's okay. Please do. I forget which pile is which. So actually, maybe this so, would be you know a what? little bit we'll more just, random. We'll go. We'll go. Usually we do... Um, fandom first and then genre but I'm just gonna pick from one of the piles and we'll see what's what yeah I really I'm really feeling the chaos magic that's happening right now it's a beautiful so just thing. pick a pile okay channeling channeling Sabrina all right she's going okay. to the pile on Grab her the horror right side Did you hear it crinkle she's uncrinkling it it's a song fic oh the only question is what Which? tune oh <laughs> okay okay I'm going to the other pile. There's only two options. I'm really feeling the extra crinkled one. I honestly don't remember which one I crinkled up more. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, no. It's going to be Pokemon. Well, we've done it again, Tiny <laughs> Army. We've created a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it has indeed self-fulfilled. <laughs> We're going to have to write a musical or a song. Oh, that's right. No, the prophecy was smut, so we've... We've broken we've, the chains of the prophecy. We've switched it on ourselves. So who knows how this war could end now that we've broken the chains of the prophecy. Wow. Anything could happen. <laughs> um, but you know what's definitely going to happen is you and I are going to have to write Pokemon songs. You know what? I like that. It feels like a good fit. There's a lot of like Team Rocket's got it. It's not a song, but it's got a whole like yeah, word, spoken word poetry that it does. Yeah, there's like the original Pokemon song, of course, which like honestly, it's very I'm, good. And if I'm being honest, I probably still know all the words too. Yeah. I used to watch a lot of that cartoon. I have no ability when it comes to song writing. I feel like lyrically, I can kill it. What I'm gonna have to do is find like loops and like <laughs> digital like like bounce 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 online and just mash all that together. It's going to be me and GarageBand Sounds just amazing. doing fun stuff like my very own digital Casio keyboard. I love it. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, cool. Also this reminds me tangential but somewhat related of the one time when Jack ate an entire box, Jack my husband ate an entire box of Fiber One bars. And then I took my fancy recorder that I was using for podcasting and recorded all of the farts that he made. <laughs> and then so gross. put them into GarageBand and made a beat <laughs> out of the, the various pitches of the many farts that I recorded. Did you guys plan this or did he accidentally eat a whole thing of Fiber One bars? No, he just, I think, wanted to eat. He just, he got to like three and then he was like, these are really good. Just wanted to see what would happen. And then he got to like seven and he was like, oh, don't feel good. And then the farts were so good. Isn't because the they weren't smelly, but they were loud. Is that the same sweetener as are in the like sugar free gummy bears? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It was days of Surprised farting. Those were all farts. But could you imagine me following around with like a recorder and a mic and headphones just waiting for him to fart? Kate, one of the things I love most about you is that I can absolutely <laughs> imagine you doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know. Everybody's got a thing. Yeah. Kate's thing is farts. Maybe like <laughs> bonus at the end of this episode, I will throw on the fart track. I would really love that. You know, okay. I'll bring it in. <laughs> I'll bring it in. Stay tuned. It'll be like a Marvel after cuts bonus. <laughs> the fart track. For the real fans who listen all the way to the end. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Should we sing goodbye? Goodbye. Pokemon started as a Nintendo game, turned into a TV show, 
and has since gone on to spawn countless games, shows, movies, trading cards, board games, and Pokemon Go. Remember that? The biggest safety hazard of 2016. The premise is that people wander the world, trapping wild animals into tiny balls, training them to fight, and then releasing them only when they're needed to battle other people's adorable, trained, fighting animal monsters. Sounds kind of cruel, right? Don't worry about it! The TV series follows one trainer, Ash Ketchum, on his journey to be the best dog fighter, um, sorry, Pokemon trainer there ever was. He's joined by his loyal friend, a Pokemon, Pikachu. A Pokemon who has the good sense to shock the shit out of anyone who tries to trap him in a Pokeball. In the live-action movie, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu will be voiced by Ryan Reynolds. A fact which we find vaguely upsetting, and Caitlin finds kind of hot. <laughs> but we don't stop to think about it too long, because honestly, if we stop to do anything too long, we might miss the Moltres that's currently located in the path of that oncoming train. Hello. Hello. Hi, Liz. Hi, Kate. Oh, this journey we've been on. Ooh. Holy shit. It has been arduous. <laughs> <laughs> I, arduous is a, exactly the adjective that I would use for this. Tedious, maybe? A no. Bit. No, well, no, no, it's we, been fun mostly, just difficult. Yes, just, oof. I'm releasing a weekly show where you create essentially an audio drama for every episode. Yeah. Who knew Holy that writing shit. a new show every week was going to be rough. Oh my God. Uh, Tiny Army, we're tired. We're so tired, Tiny Army. But but we love you. Oh my God. And do we have the fucking best series of episodes. Tiny Army, oh my, you, you don't even know. Get prepared. Like you've you've listen, you've been to battle. You've seen it all. At this point you are um you're experienced. You're yes. worldly, you know. Yeah, you've got a bunch of hit points. Yeah. You're yeah. out there fighting and yeah, like you've upgraded all your weapons. You know in like an no old shields, timey though. battle, no shields. Oh my god. Guys, <laughs> stop asking for shields. Stop asking. We're not going to give you shields. <laughs> Never. But you know in an old battle like to rally the troops, you'd have yeah. like a drummer and a little man playing the fife. Yeah. That's what this week's episode is. Yeah, I know. Because in the ultimate Infinity War endgame of uh, the tiny army battle against the copyright lawyers. Right, which let's be honest, much scarier than Thanos. No, yeah, way scarier. <laughs> There's so many of them. And they all have yeah. the same briefcase. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, um, we, yeah, we're gonna use a little, a little interlude, a little some like morale boosting yeah. for these episodes. A little music to soothe the wild beast. Yeah. And to and to to prep you to get you ready for the world that's out there tiny army. Yeah, it's a scary world out there tiny army. Mhm. Mm uh this week we're going to be doing my Pokémon mini musical. Pikachu. Uh. Uh. Uh, so so I don't know how much like research I looked up some song fix. Okay. Like, and they, I actually didn't do that. Maybe I should have. Fuck. Well, here's the thing. Uh -huh. The way people usually do song fix is they like pick a song that already exists and then either use that to inspire their fiction or like weave lyrics in throughout the fiction. Oh, like Phil's episode last week. Yeah, exactly. He used uh, All I Want for Christmas, Christmas is you. you. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say that I think what we've done is much better. <laughs> and so much more difficult. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Tiny Army, we composed for you. Yeah. Let's talk about the process. Oh, let's. let's 
get into what I decided to do. Yes. Because um, you really took on a task. Fuck. Okay. Well, and in, in true theme of, of what this uh, podcast is where we share our writing process and we talk about how difficult it is to finish anything mm-hmm. or how difficult it is to get over your sense of imposter syndrome and defeatism to think that you're good enough to write anything at all. Yeah. I took all of that on and because I, Tiny Army, I've never played an instrument in my life. I sang choir in elementary school for a couple years. And then all my other singing experience was basically karaoke or inside of a car. Which that's the best kind of singing experience. Right, right. Moving right along. Um, And I didn't know. I knew you were learning to play the piano, but I didn't realize this was your first foray. I I am lucky enough that uh, in two ways, I learned how to read music in elementary school. So even though I'm, I'm not great at it, like I had a really good base of understanding what was happening as I was learning piano. Mm-hmm. And two, my husband is a musician oh, yes. and went to college for jazz music. So he was able to translate a lot of things for me. Um, not to say that the final product is any good because of those two things, but they certainly helped it f- be finished. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think you should sell yourself short. I think this is going to be incredible. Oh, God, girl. Don't. It's so. I am so proud of what I've done. You should be. I'm so proud. I'm so. I literally giggle when I listen to it. But I also, in perspective, know that it's fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, And that's okay because. Again, when you share your process, when you share that you're learning and trying to be good at something, whether it's writing or learning to write fucking music in three months, yeah, uh, things are messy and awful. And that's okay because, um, I don't know, I don't know, we live in a world where everybody's perfect at everything all the time on just, Instagram and, you know, in our culture. And, and we just that's not share true. That that's not how we roll over <laughs> here not at Kill Room Studios. <laughs> no. So get ready for for just cringeworthy awfulness. You're gonna love it. But it's very charming. Yeah. And I went whole hog. I So I, I spent two or three months just learning to play piano, mostly for fun, not even because I wanted to write music, just because I was like, I want something to do. Um, and then I also played a lot of Pokemon. Nice. I downloaded a Pokemon emulator, which is a whole like phone hacking Russia thing onto oh, my iPhone. Oh, is that iPhone. where you can play like Game Boy games on yes. your phone? Yes. And I played Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Emerald. So uh, there's so much. It's such a thick, rich world. Beautiful. Full of so many things. So tell us about the story itself. Okay. So I was inspired um, mainly by knowing that I wanted to basically write a song because I'm an idiot. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to write a song, but I'll basically just do a spoof of the original Pokemon song. Cool. Just like, gotta catch them all. Right? Yes. Everybody knows that song. Um, And that song is like this glam rock um, it's also kind of amazing too, because uh, again, my husband is a musician, but now he works in like media tech and has taken multiple meetings with, I think his name is John Loeffler, who is one of the songwriters for Pokemon and has won, I think, Emmys for it oh my God, or Grammys, it. Grammys. Amazing. Um, and so for like the movie. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, for the movie oh. theme. So, so of course, my husband was like, well, whatever you end up writing, I'm going to send to this Grammy Award winner. I was like, why are you doing this Can to you me? Not Don't do that, do that please. But, but um, it did make me kind of like watch YouTube videos on the breakdown of the song and like how it works, like what key is it in and like what is the tempo. And so I was inspired by that. I can't say that I totally followed it, but I was inspired by that. I wanted to make like like a rock anthem. Like, yeah. And then I was just thinking about, you know, who would be singing this rock anthem? And originally it's kind of the Pokemon show is kind of geared around Ash. And it's like, you know, he's like, I gotta catch them all. Gotta be the best. And... Like all of our fan fictions, I looked at it from a feminist point of view. Shocking. And I was like, what about a girl trainer who was like, I'm tired of the world telling me that I can't be a Pokemon trainer, so I'm going to be one. I feel like we may have written the same story. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Um, And then uh, I wanted to write a second song because, again, I'm fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess it kind of like you incepted me because you were like, I'm going to write a classic musicals um, and I and and base it off of like musicals that we love and have sung a karaoke together. So I stole a little bit from like Oliver Twist and Les Mis. Beautiful. Some of the like saddest songs for my second song um, because I really needed to have like an opposite to the first just. It's just, they're both so bad. I'm so excited. They're so bad, and I'm so excited for you to hear them. I've never been more excited. Can't wait. They're bad. Listen, I'm not a good singer. My pitch is terrible. You're going to have moments because you are a professional singer where you're like, oh, Caitlin, (laughs) you should not have gone for that note. Um, And then also, like, sometimes it's not in time because I used GarageBand. And again, I'm not a musician, but you're just, you're going to love it. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I recorded mine in a closet, literally. So it's, you know what? It's all bad. But it's all so, so it's, good. Oh, and I threw my heart and soul into it. It is oh, campy. It is so cheesy. Happy. I wrote it as if I was truly trying to write the musical of my life. I tried to Lin-Manuel Miranda my way into this fucking episode. So did you think, this is one of the things okay. that I thought when I was writing yes. mine. I started thinking about Lin-Manuel Miranda and I was like, this man. I did too. This man fucking wrote In the Heights. Then he wrote Hamilton. Yes. Then he wrote Moana. Yeah. Then he did a sequel to Mary Poppins. I, like. He's a beast. Slow down, man. I know. It took me so long Months. to write. I didn't even write songs themselves. I used karaoke backing tracks. I just rewrote lyrics. And that took me a very long time. It, it took me, I mean, hours of YouTube tutorials and and playing bad piano. And my hands kind of hurt, actually, if we're not. I mean, I played daily for at least a month and a half. I just want to say, Lin-Manuel Miranda, if Oof. you're listening, if you're stop listening. making us feel bad about ourselves. <laughs> it's really mean do you follow him on twitter because do. he actually does the opposite he's, he's so, so nice i know i know it's i, I was know, actually thinking of blocking everyone except for him on twitter so all i would see was him being like good morning the world is wonderful go grab the day and i'd be the like Lynn, i can't do it the, the miranda feed yes. just i have to i can't i turn off twitter i just have the miranda feed now <laughs> all right liz are you ready for a story so ready okay it's called evolving without you the Pokemon musical. <laughs> Don't cry. I might cry. Okay. Oh, man, I'm definitely okay. going to cry. I'm going to cry from utter embarrassment. Okay. <clears throat> Why even enroll me in Professor Oak's summer training camp if you didn't want me to be a Pokemon trainer? Ember Catchem slammed the door to her room. The frames on her wall, depicting the various stages of evolution of her favorite Pokemon, rattled. 
She was never like this with Ash, she thought, plopping down on her small bed with a harumph. She hoped her mom would hear it. Ember played with the snaps on one of her gloves, taking it on and off. It's because I'm a girl, she concluded, looking over at a cute, stuffed Clefairy resting against her pillow. She picked it up and tried to tear it in half, but the stitching was too strong. Instead, she threw it at the door. Delia Ketchum stood outside, one hand gripping the dining room table chair, the other twirling her small gold necklace, a wedding gift. Ash was more level-headed, more mature, wasn't he? Delia couldn't remember now. He'd left years ago, just like his father. The draw of Pokemon, those silly yakking creatures, were pulling everyone away from her. Maybe Ash wasn't mature after all. He'd just been bigger, she guessed. Ember was so small, always swimming in her brother's hand-me-downs. And Ash never jumped off high walls or opened up car engines like Ember did when she was a kid. Well, that was it, wasn't it? Ember wasn't a kid anymore. She wasn't a little girl. Delia swallowed back a sob, then turned to her sewing machine, propped on the dining room table, a blanket half-finished for the neighbor's new baby. She sat down, turned it on, and began working again. The buzzing of the machine traveled into Ember's room, infuriating her further. She'd never be good at sewing like her mother. Not because she wasn't skilled with her hands or smart, but because she refused to try. The last thing she wanted was to be stuck in Pallet Town making stupid clothes for her neighbors. People who didn't think she was anything but the great Ash Ketchum's little sister. He hadn't written in weeks. Off to catch another legendary Pokemon, she guessed. Well, he only had two. And that meant there were more out there. She'd heard enough times that she wasn't ready, that she was too young. She started to fume even more. Ash was the same age as she was when he left. Professor Oak practically gave him every invention he had, trusting a boy with high-tech gadgetry. Professor Oak was nice and all, but he didn't treat her the same. He never offered Ember a Pokedex. Silly old man. I bet he just leaves those things around now. He never even uses them. A thought occurred to her. Like one of those ideas that always seemed to pop up when she was feeling antsy. The kind of idea that would make her mom mad, but was too fun. Too fun to say no. Ember pulled out her most treasured items from underneath her bed, a brown tattered suitcase. She unlatched it and pushed aside shiny new, never been used Pokeballs, then found her blue baseball cap. She put it on, backwards, her bangs sticking out in the front. She jerked open the window above her bed and leapt out. Can I just say? Yes, I let's just, stop for a second. Okay, first of all, I just figured out Ember and Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Got there. Got there. Okay, good. Oh, my God. I love this. Okay, cool. Oh, it's um, We're almost to the song. It's so it's a good. a short little baby one. Okay. It's exactly the kind of like teen angst that would naturally lead into a song. Cool, cool. That's what I was going for. Yeah. I also wrote this last night at 1 a.m. So Beautiful. it's wild. It's wild. So good. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Ember hung a right, glanced over at the sun going down over the fields in the distance past Palatown's border. Finally, Ember thought. 
She'd been through the back door of Oak's lab a few times to watch her brother train and try to catch a glimpse at rare Pokemon. She never slipped all the way in before, just peeked in. But now, she was in the middle of the white computer towers. A glass case was against the wall, full of little red boxes. This was too easy, she thought. The idea, the excitement, the dream started rising up inside her. It didn't matter that her mom was going to friggin' lose it. Or that Professor Oak wouldn't be too happy either. But eventually, they'd both understand. Maybe even be proud of her. She slipped one of the boxes in her pocket and scooted back into the street, waiting for the sun to completely go down, where night could hide her sneaking back into the house, grabbing her stuff and leaving for, well, she didn't know where. Whatever it is, there'll be danger, she thought. Maybe Team Rocket will get in my way. I'll show those losers. If Ash can do it, so can I. I'm tired of waiting. I can be a Pokemon trainer, and I'll be the best there ever was. Okay, you ready? Oh my god, I can't wait. The tall grass out there's always calling to me Full of Pokemon, probably Pidgey Everyone thinks Ash is the best But I'm gonna be the one to win the sibling rivalry No more sitting in my room, this is my dream coming true Gonna show them that they're wrong and that a girl can battle too Feminist anthem. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love it so much. It's not good, but I don't care. It's oh, so enjoyable for me. Truly a joy. I had such a great time. You should have seen me singing it. I had was standing up at the microphone and I was like, yeah. Oh, so sorry I missed it. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, 
Oh, God. I'm so relieved for you to finally hear it because my anticipation has been building. Oh, my God. I'm that was I am oh. ecstatic with joy. Oh, oh my God. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I'm happy you liked it. I can't wait for the next song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more. There's uh. more. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Ah, alrighty. <laughs> so the music fades out. <laughs> the street lights turned on. Ember's stomach growled. I gotta remember to grab whatever mom made for dinner and pack it, she thought. Delia had made Ember's favorite, Sakana no Natsuke. It's a type of fish, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Not that she appreciates it thought Delia as she washed the dishes. Both plates of food sat on the table cold. The sewing machine placed on the ground and packed in its box to make room for food. Is it because she's a girl? Delia scrubbed a little scrambled egg that had dried to the pan. I don't try to treat her different. She just... Well, it's different for a girl out there. Ash doesn't worry me as much and she's so... rebellious. Delia suddenly remembered her own mother saying exactly the same thing about her 18 years ago when she brought him home. Her mother didn't approve, but Delia didn't care. He was fun and carefree and so smart. He'd promised her travel and that they'd see every corner of the world together. But that became hard after Ash. And when he started working for Professor Oak, she knew deep down that the excitement of the research, well, he was gone, wasn't he? Off to see all the corners of the world without her. <laughs> Delia. So Ash's dad is notoriously gone. Like he left to research Pokemon. And I don't just, know if that's part of, that's part of like Pokemon lore. Yeah. I, well, I yeah. noticed he wasn't there. Like I watched the first yeah. couple episodes when I was doing research for this and I was like, oh, it's like, obviously his dad is Pokemon adjacent, but yes. he's clearly not around. Yeah. I mean, I think what happens and there's a lot of fan fiction about this is that like his dad left to research Pokemon and like I mean there's an argument that Ash goes off to like find his dad you know he was abandoned so I just imagine a world where you know he also has a little sister and a wife who's at home yeah sad about that fucking nonsense so yeah feminist anthems that's where we're at with this one Love okay <clears throat> Delia finished the dishes then turned around to an empty room that girl was going to starve from stubbornness. She walked up to her daughter's bedroom door and knocked lightly. After no answer, she knocked again, harder. She opened it slowly. Ember, honey, come eat before... The room was dark, empty. The window was open, and a stone dropped into Delia's stomach. Ember's bed was made except for a section of the bottom sheet that jutted out. Delia quickly bent over and grabbed the corner of something solid, pulling out her old suitcase. It was heavy and unlatched. She opened it to find her worst fears coming true. Clothes, maps, everything that little Ember would need to. Delia breathed in a ragged breath for a moment, holding in the sob from earlier. Another one of her children leaving Pallet Town. Another person leaving her. She sat down on the rug for a few minutes, feeling sorry for herself. Then closed the suitcase. She noticed on top there was a small sticker. 
a sticker depicting a faraway island, a place that she had planned to go once. Delia looked out the open window. She has to come back for this suitcase. I'll talk to her when she gets back. Maybe if I tell her, maybe she'll listen this time. Hey, Randy. So happy. <laughs> ah, okay. You look at me like I'm crazy. Like I don't I dreamed a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dreamed a dream. And then also, what's the Oliver one? Oh, as long as he needs me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of was pulling from both of those. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I loved it. Thank you. I was very serious about that one. I was like, this one is perfect. It's like the whole heartstrings. Yeah. Um, and I cried while I sang it. <laughs> I'm gonna admit that right now. Listen. Ugh. I'm gonna have no shame at this point. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh, it hit me right in my feels. Did it? Okay, yes. good. Okay. Um, also, I just want to say that, in my humble opinion, 
it's wrong to send all these kids out into the world because they are 10 years old. Yes, they're children. They are children. They're absolutely, it's ridiculous. I mean, Tiny Army, we would not do that to you. You have to no. be over 18. Yeah, you have to be of age yeah. to fight in our Tiny Army. Yeah, for real. To, to battle, to go out into the wild with wild animals, it's insane. Oh. <sighs> so anyway, um, oh. that was my uh, emotional denouement. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. And also, I don't know, people leave women all the time just because they become moms. And so yeah. that's my commentary there. That's true. You know, I hate that. <laughs> Take moms are cool. Take them with you. Yeah. They have so many skills. Yeah. <laughs> so many skills. Ugh. anyway. All right. Well, oh, music fades. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, uh. <clears throat> A tear fell to Delia's cheek. She brushed it away and stood up tall. She turned and walked into the living room, going over to her basket next to the machine, and pulled out the finished thick quilt blanket she had made earlier. She folded it up neatly, then returned to Ember's room and tucked the blanket in the suitcase. She closed it and placed it back under the bed, just in case her daughter got cold traveling the world. The end. Oh, yeah. That's so. She lets her go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's my Pokemon the Musical Evolving Beautiful. Without You. Uh, Pokemon Coming of Age story. Yeah, written and performed by me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone liked it. Oh, I'm so impressed with I your composing wait. and Thank arranging you. and lyrics. Thank you. I can't wait for Lin-Manuel Miranda to send me an email about how he wants to help me yeah. write this musical by basically just writing it. What up, Lynn? Help us out with this Pokemon musical. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Oh, oh my God. That's it. We hit all the feels. Yeah. Um, I feel like I usually write the sad ones, but <laughs> man... Gone and done it this week. Well, you know, on this journey that is our podcast, I have done a lot of goof em ups and I've been a silly girl in a silly <laughs> world with very little seriousness. And this one, I just, the thing is, is, is the whole, it gave me a lot of freedom writing songs because I knew the songs were terrible and stupid. And so knowing how ridiculous they were going to be and how much fun we were going to have laughing at them, I it allowed me to kind of take them seriously, like take the concept seriously. Yeah. I feel like you really leaned in. I Too much, maybe. No. No. Just okay, enough. Just it enough. Was perfect. Okay, perfect. Uh, cool. Oh, Liz, I'm really excited for yours now. I, I'm also just full of feelings. <laughs> I just like, ah, oh, my heart still hurts for Delia. <gasps> yeah. Like, Delia Ketchum, man. Unsung hero. True. Yeah. So, um, well, Tiny Army, you're not going to evolve without us because. Because no, we won't let you. We won't let you. You're stuck. And honestly, you probably won't survive long enough to evolve. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give you shields. Oh, uh, whoops. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Um, next week, we are listening to more musical Yes. Wonder. Uh, I will say my mine is not as not no feelings. No feelings. All silliness. No, but I'm excited because you are actually a professional singer. So oh, well, I felt like I had to bring it with some kind of ridiculousness to match. You won't know it listening to these songs. Um <laughs> but I am pretty proud of 
I'm pretty proud of him. I'm so excited. Okay, okay. Um, well, Tiny Army, we will see you next week for mm-hmm. number two of our musical Pokemon yeah. adventure. Um, uh, as always, follow us on old social meds. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll do a music video to yeah. all of these songs. Oh my God, how amazing oh, would that be? Uh, incredible. Do you want to play uh, Delia? Because I feel like you have the range for it, whereas I can, I think, nail Amber. Love to. Okay, great. Um, also, Tiny Army, if you go to morebanana.com slash crowdfund, you might be able to help us pay for the production of that music video. Yes. <laughs> please. Um, please. Uh, it's really our entire crowdfunding campaign is secretly just, just to let can. world sailors do music videos. That's basically all we're doing. Yes. Um, you can follow us on social media at world stealers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can email us at worldstealerspod at gmail.com. That's right. And as always, hide your kids, hide your world. We are coming for them. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie Bell, Bull Train, Zero King, Barfish, Afro, Jigglypuff, Kingler, Rhyhorn, Kabayful, Wicked Duck!